Attention seniors on Medicare and Medicaid or receiving extra help for your prescription drugs. We have great news. You can change or enroll into a Medicare plan every three months if you qualify. All from the comfort and safety of your own home. Over the phone. No one even needs to come to your home. And in minutes, we'll tell you all about some additional new Medicare benefits for you. Like dental, vision, hearing, transportation and more. Call us. We'll explain all your new Medicare benefits. Premiums are as low as $0 per month. Even if you are not paying anything for your coverage now, you need to call our licensed agents to review your plan. There are zero-cost plans available in some areas. Don't wait till next year. Get all the Medicare benefits you deserve. Call a licensed agent today. 800-461-2114. 800-461-2114. That's 800-461-2114. Paid for by Senior Choice Plan. following is a live copyrighted presentation ladies and gentlemen it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host frederick penny attorney at law and now radiolawtalk.com welcome to our numero tres number three of radio law talk Boy, where did the first two hours go, Denise? What did you do with them? Um, I don't know. I was listening to you the whole time. Uh oh, uh oh. You know, <laughs> well, usually, usually that results in somebody going, and that's why it felt like twelve hours. But yeah, it really it went by. I don't know. Maybe Cal ate those two hours. Did you eat those two hours, Cal? All I did was sit here and listen to you and play commercials at their appropriate times. That's all I've done. Okay, I believe we have an audio record that shows that that testimony is false. I believe you did participate. You gave us at least two cases or no cases, and we still have one coming up. We do. Right? Uh, if you would like to participate in the show as we said during the second hour, you can reach us at, what is the number, Denise? It's 855-529-7234. Just remember, 855-LAW-RADIO. That'll get you right to us. Yes, that will. And so if we do case or, or when we do case or no case, if you would like to let us know what your answer is, you don't have to be on the air. If you're shy about talking on the radio, you can give Cal a call at that number and tell him what you think it is. Also, if you want to chime in on any of the topics we've talked about or are talking about this hour, Feel free to do so. Just know we don't give legal advice. Uh, if you need legal advice on any particular issue that you are facing, the only advice we can give is to tell you to seek out an attorney of your choosing for your private consultation with that attorney. It's all protected by the attorney-client privilege. That way you'll get legal advice specific to you and your situation, as opposed to something general on the air, which is all we can do here at Radio Law Talk. Cal... Cal. Cal, Cal, Yes, sir, my friend. So uh, let's see. The first hour of Case or No Case, you skunked both Denise and myself. I lucked out, yeah. Okay. Second hour, uh, I got two points. Denise got one point. Right, Denise? Yes, but I'm still ahead. Okay. (laughs) Just got to throw that in there. Right. Yes, but I'm still ahead. Nah, 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 nah. In in about an hour, she's going to trot out the uh, I'm rubber, you're glue. What you say bounces off me and sticks to you. So with that... 
Cal, what's our next case or no case? Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Louine Joy. Louine Joy had a sick puppy. No, literally a sick puppy. Somebody had given a mutt to her, a true mutt, heritage unknown, but little good doggy, that was the name she gave him, good doggy, got sick, so she took him to the local veterinarian. Good doggy did not do well. Good doggy departed this planet and went to doggy heaven, and Louine was incensed. A few weeks after the main grief passed, Louine called her attorney and told him the vet agreed to treat her dog, did a bad job, and his poor work led to the death of good doggy. Her attorney ruminated upon her hope for a malpractice lawsuit against the vet as he asked, Hmm, case or no case, Todd, the matter of good doggy versus the vet. What say you? Good heavens! Obviously, That's all I've got. To, we, we don't know. We don't know what she took the dog to the vet for. Sickness. Uh, well, oh, yeah, great, great. That's like you know. What was the cause of death? Heart stopped beating. Okay, yeah, we know that. Okay, uh, parvo. Par, par, parvo. Oh, that's awful. Yes. Okay. Parvo virus. Yes. So, um, well, see, see, I, this is the this is where Fred would always say it's less about the facts of the case and more of trying to figure out Cal. And and, and it's not I say that, hard. that I say that because yeah, you know, as as I always say, people want to go too long to drown in my brain. Take a canary. <laughs> right. uh, but uh, and I say that because. If there was no case in this one, then how would we have ever found out about this? I mean, uh, this clearly is something that happened between – it would have been potentially a conversation between her and her lawyer. And if they don't file a case, how would anybody ever know about it? Right? Truthfully, in this case, I scoured the archives of my first radio gig, hometown Howell, Michigan, to look for cases in every level of court that might be of interest. That's All right. how we found out. And based upon that – and further reading the tea leaves, I feel even more confident in my answer that this is no case. Well, no fine. case. Well, fine. you're trying to sell it too hard, Cal. That's a good you know, point. You, you, I'd have bought the car until you threw in the free undercarriage coating and alignment of the headlights. I am kind of cranking it, aren't I? Okay, okay. Denise, what say you on did this? Did she sue the vet or did she sue the person who gave her the puppy? She went to the lawyer and said, do I have a case? That's all I'm telling you. Because she was upset that good doggy died because of what she said was a poor standard of care by the veterinarian who agreed to take the case and did not deliver proper care. Oh, okay. So you told me it was the, the words poor standard used. of care, yeah. not intentional infliction of emotional distress for giving right. me a sick dog. Right. Okay. I just can't stand the idea that Todd. She, she, I just don't <laughs> like it. I got to agree with that guy twice. I do, twice in one day. And if I'm wrong, well, it just goes to show me. I have to say no case. I don't believe there's a case here. Um, Parvo is a horrible thing. They, It's really a dog killer, but I don't think there was a poor standard of care. Well, let me tell you what actually happened here, if Uh-oh. I may. Well, okay. what, what actually happened, as opposed to the facts that you did give us, what are the real <laughs> facts of this case? Absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> Because because while this was a matter, this person went to the attorney and asked this. Do I have a case? And he said, well, madam, let me ask you this. Do you suppose that that dog 
that mutt dog that you got free from somebody is worth more than what my legal fees will be? He said, if you want to do anything against the veterinarian, go to small claims court because the dog is worth well below the small claims limit. Hate to say it, but it's a common mutt dog and nothing personal. I know you loved it, but just how it is. So if you want to do anything about it, go to small claims. So no case was ever filed. Wow. Well, Cal, I'm not going to lie, man. That 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 one was for the dogs. <laughs> oh, I had to go there. I would think what my dog said when he sat on the sandpaper, rough. Rough. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, yeah, it's yeah. an old joke and a bad joke. So. Oh, boy, that was what kind of animal? What kind of animal was attacking the sheep? Woof. <laughs> okay. Good boy. You know what I heard? What? Sheep. You heard she- What? I'm sheep? a sheep herder. Oh, 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 okay. Okay, if you could do bad ones, at least get my bad ones. I, oh, look, look, look. That's, that's what makes a bad joke a bad joke is because you get it, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, uh. you, you really said that one? <laughs> but, it, I, look, that's your joke is what we call a way homer because you don't get that until you're on the way home. And I finally got it when you, re, when you emphasized the word herd. And I was like, oh, okay, I got it. That was actually oh, a very heard good one. Sheep heard. Heard. Oh, 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 I heard sheep. Yes, go. yes, yes. Okay, mm. well, let's see here. Yeah, oh, let's let's talk about let's, let's start to talk about one. We may bleed this one over into the into the next segment. I'm but sure we will. Do you remember your case or no case? You should because it was only two hours ago. The first, <laughs> which one was it? The one where the the guy. Pointed the gun at the cop, and the cop shot him, and he wanted second to see the hour. cop. That was second, yeah, second hour. So it was, like, hour it was like 60 minutes ago. Right. All right. And Denise made a comment about qualified immunity. And I didn't really get where she was coming from, why that one came so closely. But now I know why, because there was a recent um, denial of a case by the Supreme Court. We'll tease it with this. The Supreme Court denied taking up hearing a case that dealt with qualified immunity, and Justice Sotomayor did not agree with the court's decision to decline to hear that. When we come back, we'll talk about why she disagreed with that, and look, I think I agree with her. So listen to that. We'll be back. All right. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here. Don't go away. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, again, that's 800-238-9182. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170, 800-738-0170, 800-738-0170, I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, that's stone. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. All right. Strange dealings or interesting dealings out of the U.S. Supreme Court. I, boy, I, I, the way I said that, I, I felt like I was one of those old uh, movie. And, strange things coming out of the U.S. Supreme Court. We'll talk about that at 11. <laughs> um, let me set the scenario for you here. All right. 
Imagine this, if this scenario, if you will. Imagine, um, if you will. Imagine, if you will. Yes. In a, in a world other than this. Um, <laughs> an officer replies or responds to the, a report of a distraught individual, an individual whom the officer knows to be mentally ill. And when the officer arrives, the individual is holding a firearm to his own head, threatening suicide. And to prevent the suicide, or in an effort to take things under control, the officer shoots and kills the person who is threatening to kill himself. Wow. Okay, just, just that's a scenario. Think about it. But right? was there a perceived threat to others under this scenario, or just to the—I mean, to the suicide victims, bad enough, but were there other people that were potentially threatened at that time? Well, there, there, there was nobody within the—there was nobody standing in the crossfire between the— End of the gun that he was holding and his head because, it. It you know, it, it was just going to be him, right? Okay. Um, officer fires, kills the individual. Now, that is essentially what is alleged to have happened over in, uh, what was it, Pennsylvania? I think, yeah, Philadelphia. And a, a, the trial judge refused to allow the uh, was it the trial judge refused to allow the officer to rely on a defense of qualified immunity, but that was then overruled, I believe, at the appellate level. Um, when the appellate level said, "No, no, the officer should be able to use qualified immunity as a defense." So now you've got the trial judge says, no, 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 this is not a qualified immunity case. When you as a cop come upon somebody who is threatening to only kill themselves, you're not authorized to use deadly force to prevent them from using deadly force on themselves. And the appellate court said, no, he should be able to use qualified immunity. So that gets appealed up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And the U.S. Supreme Court, what did they do, Denise? They refused to hear it. And when they refused to hear it, um, Justice Sotomayor, she dissented. And she wrote a, a, a long dissent about why she believed that qualified immunity should not be allowed in this case um, to shield the officer from, you know, the liability. And one thing to remember is that qualified immunity is created. It's a judicially created type of um, immunity. It's nowhere in the Constitution. There's no legislation that um, supports qualified immunity. Um, it was created literally by judges in some courts, and it was upheld all the way up to the Supreme Court. So basically, Sotomayor said, hey, we need to review this. It's really important. There should be times when the police officers are not entitled to qualified immunity. That's right. Now, now a, a few a few clarifying things about this case. Um, the original trial court, it was not a criminal case. It was a civil case. So the officer was being sued by the estate or the family members of the deceased for his use of force in that. So he, he wasn't facing criminal charges. He was he was facing a civil lawsuit. And uh, so that's one. But I, I got to tell Cal, you, 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 were, you were looking pensive. I wanted to say why. What came out differently? Either way, the guy's going to be dead. He either shoots himself or the cop shoots him. What's the difference? He's still dead. That's what he wanted. That's what he got. End of story. I, I can tell you the tell difference is it. if the police officer that was a state trooper, if he had shot him in the leg because the guy would have lived. And that's 
That's why it was a wrongful death. Okay. Was it an accidental death, did so, you say? So, so this is – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to armchair quarterback things here. Why I disagree with the shoot him in the leg thing is if you shoot somebody in the leg and you incapacitate them but they still have the ability to pull a trigger, now, you, now the guy might shoot the cop back. You might do some things. we got some issues there. Right. But the, reason, the, the thing that I disagree, Cal, with the – he was threatening to kill himself – you could either way – jumping to the conclusion that either way this person was going to die. We don't know if the officer if, – if the facts were such that you know, the officer pulls the trigger just before he sees the hammer cock on the guy who's pointing a gun at his hood, that's one thing. But if I'm the family, I'm looking at this saying, unless the guy was pointing the gun at somewhere else, where – what is wrong with taking the time? Because the officer, the guy wasn't pointing the gun at the cop. Where is the problem with taking the time to try to resolve this so that nobody results sure. in death? Did the officer shoot to kill? Yes. Yeah, he yeah. did. Wow. So there's, yeah. there's got to be more to the story. Right. Well, here's the story because there's a procedural issue here that we didn't really touch on that's important. In the lower court, it was a motion for summary judgment that was denied was not granted on the basis of the police officer having qualified immunity so that's what gets appealed up to the third circuit so so when you say that the officer moved for summary judgment to have the case dismissed claiming qualified immunity protects me ergo this case should be dismissed because we got nothing right and that motion was denied that's right yes. because they were factual issues that were there and so what Sotomayor said is that this qualified immunity you know it's got problems but here the third circuit made a huge error because it decided all the factual issues in favor of the police officer instead of determining that there was a material issue of fact that was in dispute and the motion for summary judgment should have been denied. Now, now the one thing that I'll say because we're coming up on our break here is the only reason I can think why maybe the court was on solid footing and not taking this case up is if they made a determination that if we rule on this particular case under this particular factual scenario, it may create confusing or bad, or, or bad precedent going forward on other similar cases. We need a better case that will establish a better judicial precedent, but we don't like know. Like a better record. Yeah, but we don't yeah. know. Yeah. And that's what happened there. Uh, bottom of the hour break, then we got 30 minutes left. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. Like Todd said, do not depart. Leave your radio on right where it is. We'll be back. Don't go away. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your 
your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800 670 0940 I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800. He and the Ad Council. Oh, no. This is no fun. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Do, uh, Cal, Denise, do, do you remember Bernie Madoff? Of course. Okay. He's the, he was the financier. Um, I, I think HBO did a, a, a movie based on his life with Robert De Niro playing the part of Bernie Madoff and Michelle Pfeiffer played his wife and financier to the stars. Yes. And, and it turned out that once, once he was, found out and the the bubble burst and we found out that it was an entire ponzi scheme and he he really wasn't doing all that just the level of garbage that was going on it just kept getting worse and worse and worse for bernie madoff and everything that was going on for such a long time when everybody thought he was all that in a bag of chips right well we we've been covering this uh, case from south carolina uh, Alex Murdaugh, not Madoff, Murdaugh, and he's an attorney, and he's the guy who's uh, – just a, a quick recap here. He's the attorney who came home in June on a date in June after visiting his ill father and found his wife and son shot to death near the dog kennels on his property. The son, though, had been awaiting trial for a – a boating homicide that he was the driver of the boat in, that occurred back in uh, February of, I think, 2019. He's still awaiting trial. But obviously that trial is not going to go forward because he is now dead. Um, after he uh, Murdoch came home and found his wife and son shot to death, then – the onion of his life began to be peeled by law enforcement and all this next thing you know after he finds the wife his wife and son shot to death well the police department is being accused of collusion in the investigation the chief prosecutor has to recuse himself on a conflict of interest and in being involved in anything going there then later on in uh, late august early september 
Alex Murdaugh, the, the father who found his wife and son murdered, is shot on a country road coming back by somebody allegedly trying to kill him, but it grazed off his head. And then we find out that actually it was a former client that he had paid to kill him so that his other son could collect a life insurance policy. <coughs> and I mean, it just – the wheels kept coming off. And then – the, Yeah, yeah. And then – a couple of days, man, that boating accident I told you about? A couple of days after the boating accident, uh, Murdaugh's housekeeper died in an accident on their property at a, like a hunting lodge under mysterious circumstances. Well, that got reopened because now they're like, wait a second. If all of this stuff is going on, let's go back and take a look at that. Talk about serial killer. Oh, yeah. And so so – this is what we have about the housekeeper. This is the latest. So the housekeeper's two surviving sons. Now, the allegation is that back in, what was it, 2018, sorry, in February, Wait, in February Todd, of 2018. Todd, I have a sounder for you. Hold on. Stand by just okay. a minute. Okay, here we go. Now, Radio Law Talk <laughs> News. Okay. So back in February of 2018, two days after the, uh, the boating incident that resulted in the death of an individual, the housekeeper allegedly tripped over a dog at the hunting prop- at the hunting lodge of Murdaugh's and died after tripping over a dog. Okay, commonly happens apparently, and, and and this is where it gets even more hinky. Alex Murdaugh, the lawyer, the guy who seems to be the ringleader of all this, tells the two sons of the now deceased housekeeper, encourages them to file a claim against the, with the insurance company because look, the property's insured, file the claim, and then. Okay. But also encourages the two sons to retain a specific attorney, last name Fleming. What the sons weren't told was that Fleming was Murdaugh's college roommate. What the sons were also never told is that after the claim was tendered, Fleming along with Murdaugh, negotiated with the insurance carrier for a $4.3 million payout because of the death of the housekeeper. That money was never given to the sons. Nor any part of it. Nor Nothing. They didn't even know of the settlement. Wow. The money was deposited, according to their complaint, the money was deposited into a bank account controlled solely by... Alex Murdaugh. Wow. And the bank account was called Forge, which there is a consulting business that is often involved in settlements called Forge Consulting. And so it was like a playoff of this other business name. So none of the partners in Murdoch's firm realized that this was not Forge Consulting. It was just Forge. And so this went undetected for a period of time. That's right. The firm knew nothing of it. Well... Since all of this unraveling has occurred, the uh, the sons have sued housekeeper sons. Or house, yes. Housekeeper sons okay. have sued Fleming, 
the attorney that Murdoch suggested they go with, that case is in the – I think they've reached a settlement for Fleming to disperse any funds that he received as a payment and be, – be, No, for, it's a malpractice for, policy limits. Yeah, but, but it's because of his – it's because of what he didn't give over and, and any fees that he got, and it's, it's represented by his malpractice insurance carrier. But they've sued him. They've reached settlement there, but they're still also going after Murdaugh, and he's still got to face a lawsuit being filed by the Suns here, while at the same time, Murdaugh is being sued by his now former law firm. Mind you, this is a law firm that was founded by, what, his great-great-grandfather? It had been in his family for probably the last hundred years. He's being sued by that law firm for inappropriate use and fraudulent use of firm funds. Yeah, misappropriation. Misappropriation. Stealing, the whole ball basically. of wax. He's a thief, apparently. They're alleging. Yeah. Yeah. He's a disbarred attorney now. Yeah. Yeah. If he's not, he will be soon. So he is. Yeah. But that's uh, – it, it just keeps – if, if you ever, it's like an onion. If, exactly. Peel onion. If, if folks, if, if you ever have time on a Saturday or a Sunday and you just want to, you know, let's go ahead and go down a rabbit hole, right? Do this one. Go and, and just start. All you got to do is Google news headlines and you just watch it go from bad to worse to worse, I mean, some people. I, I love this phrase that I picked up when I lived in the South. You know, some people hit rock bottom. You know, when you hit rock bottom, they change. And then there are those that hit rock bottom and pull out a couple of sticks of dynamite and decide to blast. Because dang it, I can go lower. <laughs> and that's what's well, going what's on interesting here. Interesting is the his law firm said, "Here's an example of what happens when a person becomes an opioid addict." That's right, because so they, he, they mentioned that. Yeah, because he is in rehab now. Mind you, mind you. In all of this, he, he was Murdaugh was finally arrested, but he was arrested because of the filing a false report and an, an insurance fraud claims. And not related to this insurance fraud, but no, related it, to it, it was related to his attempt to have somebody kill him so his kid could collect the life insurance policy. And he was released on what was it twenty thousand dollars bond, which is nothing, and so that he could go back to rehab for his heroin addiction. I mean, it's just wow! It is just crazy. It is crazy, and and it does look like, um, even though he's innocent until proven guilty, it does look like he was an insurance scammer. Yeah, I mean, who would stop and think about, you know, have having your housekeeper's death be turned into an insurance scam that you're going to recover from? I mean, it's just. I mean, I'm, what I'm wondering right, what I'm wondering right now for those of you that have listened to Radio Law Talk for any length of time is I wonder if. Somewhere out there, Michael Avenatti is going, well, you might not like me, but I ain't that guy. You know, you might not like me, but I ain't that guy. And you know what? The investigation, they still don't know, as far as I know, they still don't have anybody charged with the death of his of Murdaugh's wife. And the son. murders of his wife yeah, and son. They, they, they don't know um, how that shook out, but... I would love to be a fly on the wall of any investigation for that one. What's the Vicki Lawrence song? Uh, Don't trust your soul to no backwoods southern lawyer. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> That's Vicki Lawrence? Uh, yeah, Vicki Lawrence. And oh. the, night's the, light, the night the lights went on in Georgia. I love that song. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, the lights are about to go down on Radio Law Talk in about 15 minutes until next Saturday. But we got one more segment left. Don't go away. 
quick takes and other fun things coming up next on Radio Law Talk right here. Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I'm going to Quick Quack Car Wash. Get my car washed, make it quick, quack, pretty, shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds at the Quick Quack Car Wash. It's the Quick Quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash, 100 feet of cloth. Washing your car at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, Quick Quack will spruce her up. Just like that, you'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest Quick Quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the duck at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, Just let us know and we'll make it right. 
totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. So we've all heard the phrase, oil and water don't mix. What happens when you throw a DJ? This is so apropos for our bumper music coming back, our rejoin music. You know, what happens when you throw a DJ into the mix of oil and water not mixing? Denise, what's going on down in SoCal? Well, we have a California DJ who has a company that does DJ you know, services on the beach and specifically on the Huntington Beach. And when the oil spill happened. Well, first off, you say well, when the what, what oil spill is what, what are we talking about? Well, there's a huge oil spill right now. And yeah. Huntington Beach is really impacted. Yeah. And in fact, the governor of the state of California has declared a state of emergency. And we have people out there, lots of people out there trying to clean this spill up. And there's a lot of different reasons why it could have happened. Um, there's allegations that the oil rig um, operator and the uh, pipeline operator did not do, you know, due diligence. As soon as they heard that there was some kind of film on the water they didn't shut down the oil pipeline and that literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of gallons of oil is now completely destroying it and this oil is moving south too and it's alleged that a german uh, a german boat dropped anchor and and dragged the pipe and pierced it and got that to go And, and then following that the timeline allegedly shows that the oil operating company had a hint but didn't act in a proper manner it was only 170,000 gallons of oil i mean it's not it's not a huge exxon valdez kind of thing but it is a big no, significant it was 170,000 barrels barrels of oil that's at 55 gallons per yeah, year right. so it's not so an exxon it's, valdez but it's a big spill yeah, it yeah. is it's not an exxon valdez but it's still killing all of the marine life in that area and it's destroying the beach and you know all that's going on so this dj has now sued Amplify. Amplify is the corporation that is running the pipeline and the oil rigs in that area. And they filed suit and they said that Amplify is guilty of negligence, um, allowing the release of a hazardous substance, creating a public, or excuse me, creating a private nuisance or a trespass, which that's an interesting uh, cause of action in and of, of itself, and then exposing people to materials proven hazardous to health. And the law firm that has filed this suit is very well known for its class action lawsuits, very successful. And so I do see that that's going to happen here. There probably will be more businesses and more people that are going to join this suit. But they sued Amplify and they sued them quickly. So they didn't yet know about the anchor. 
So what's likely to happen is that Amplify is going to cross-claim against the German company that let the anchor drop, if you will. And um, But I don't think they're going to escape full liability because from what we're hearing, the pipeline itself was starting to deteriorate and Amplify had not kept up. And it is a kind of a well-known proceed, uh, principle that if a corporation – takes on the burden of running the oil rigs and, and, and running the pipelines, they also have to accept the liabilities that are part and parcel to that responsibility. The, the thing I think interesting about this filing is, first, the filing is made at a time when the, the spill is still ongoing and the cleanup efforts are still occurring. So it's it's very early in the process. But this seems to me to be a an attempt to be, okay, we're first in line, right? We are the first ones to file. That's one. I'm curious to see if there's going to be any backlash. I don't want to minimize somebody who has legitimate claims. I'm not going there. But when you have an oil spill, when you have an oil spill on the beach, people initially – the first thing that you said, Denise, when you talked about the effects where it's impacting marine life, wildlife, you've got injuries to there. You you would expect an environmental group would be in there for this or something like that. The first lawsuit is filed by a DJ because the impact that an oil spill will have on his ability to throw parties. That's essentially on the beach. On the beach. And, and I don't want to, I'm not saying that he doesn't have a cause of action. I'm not saying that he doesn't have damages. It's just that when you, you look at that and you see who the first plaintiff is, it's like I, I, I hesitate to use the uh, analogy there, bigger fish to fry given the subject matter. But still, you, you would think that, uh, that the first in line would be somebody that maybe had a, a – a, more pressing damages given the nature of the catastrophe that's going on. But, hey, he's first in line. I would imagine that you'll see others getting in. And and, and if this lawsuit was filed before it was known that the uh, – that that the oil, that the rig or the boat had scraped the oil pipe. I would expect to see some sort of an amendment to allege that. You talked about countersuits. You may see something where where additional defendants are added in the original suit, but uh, or this, cross-claimed. Yeah, this one is just getting started. It is, and just because he's the first plaintiff does not mean he will be the representative if this becomes a class action. That's true. Um, the representative usually has more um, factual things in common with the other class members. So I do think that this is the right type of a suit for there to be a class action. And damages are going to be sky high. And not only is it impacting businesses that are around the beach, but there are going to be just your average individual citizens that, you know, attend that beach that now are deprived of that right. Or if they do, they could have health hazards. You know, that type of stuff could happen. And because they've alleged the, uh, private nuisance or trespass, it does make it an individual private nuisance as opposed to a public nuisance where the government would probably be the one that would be bringing a public nuisance lawsuit. You know, one of the things that I don't know if if this is official, but one of the things that appears to me that in, in lawsuits like this, what's the axiom for real estate? You know, the, the, the three things that make real estate valuable are what? Location, 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 right? And so, so you look at this here, and Cal, Cal raises a, a good point. Look, 170,000 barrels of oil, is it's no small amount, right? But it isn't anywhere near 
what the BP oil, uh, the Deepwater Horizon in the Gulf was that was uh, leaking oil into the Gulf, you know, at, at so many thousand barrels a day for for how long? I mean, this this isn't anywhere near Exxon Valdez numbers or anything like that. But nor is it with fish or wildlife, by the way. Most of the articles that are being printed put put out fairly small numbers right now, but they use the T word threatened, threatened, That's right. threatened. They're not they're not listing huge numbers in damage, although it is potentially very significant. But here's the difference. Huntington this Beach. This is down in Huntington Beach in Southern <laughs> California. We, we, we did the Shannon Doherty yeah. case earlier, and it was like $6.3 million that she got. But, you know, look at the property values in Malibu. And Huntington Beach isn't that far from there. It's Southern California. The property values are so much higher that even though the amount of oil might pale in comparison to a Valdez or a Deepwater Horizon or anything like that, still – it, it, it's it's not only affecting maybe higher property values of where it's at, but it's also fresher in the minds of people that can see it, right? And so if they can see it, I can't go to the beach because there's oil there. That's when public outcry happens. And in a big media market. Absolutely. Don't forget that. Right. And, you know, Valdez was a really remote location, it even was. though it was a huge, huge damage. Um you know, less people were actually impacted by it, although the environment yeah. was definitely more impacted. Well, we got one last thing to do, Cal. QT, what is it? Okay, so are, if, if you're ready to do these, I, that's I, what we're going to do. Think, we're, I we're think we are ready our, to do our quick takes. Okay, so now, ladies and gentlemen, our final take on Radio Law Talk for today. Here is Todd Kuhn with his quick take. Okay, well, if you listen to the show at all, you know, and my ongoing offer to Scarlett Johansson with everything she's going through is I will be your support person, your support attorney. And I happen to know that there may be a hot tub in Nashville available. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> for support. For support. For support. Yeah. For support reasons. Uh, Denise. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk more about the law and what I see happening with this DJ suit. I think it's going to go into a class action. And you know what that means? The attorneys are going to make a lot of money. That's right. You never know who's going to profit for things, but the attorneys are going to make out like bandits. <laughs> much we know. Yeah. Uh, so next week, as always, on Saturdays, 9 to noon, you can pick us up. That's 9 to noon Pacific. Make sure that you adjust your clocks according to whatever time zone you live in. We'd love to see you or have you on with us next week. Thank you for joining us today. Cal, take us out. Thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk on many great radio stations all across America and on RadioLawTalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Drive me Viagra.
It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-993-1358. 800-993-1358. That's 800-993-1358. 